The third season of the business podcast Grow Now will address a multitude of questions that every entrepreneur has encountered or has asked himself at least once. The untold story of what an entrepreneur's life is made of, the enthusiasm and the true beauty of entrepreneurship, a journey that happens either because of necessity or due to the opportunities presented. But is it for everyone? Join us for the answers that this exciting new season has in store. Hello, my dear friends and listeners, and welcome back to your preferred podcast. Now, let me ask you this. How satisfied are your clients with your product and services? It is interesting when we think about it. We all want to have satisfied clients. Yet, they are not the ones who are growing our business. Those who do are our waving fans, those who talk about us all the time, those who tag us on social media, those who refer people to us, those who reach out uh, to us and say, you know, thank you, despite the fact they already paid the bill. Those are our ideal clients. They are the people who stay when times are rough. They are the ones who define our own brand and our own image. They are our own salespeople. They are the people who, you know, we want to have in our portfolio as many of us we can. Satisfied clients are great, yet they will not stay. You know, only satisfaction is not making a business grow. They can be satisfied here, they can be satisfied there. Okay, I had one experience, it was a good one, it was a satisfied one. I'm not necessarily coming back. I have nothing wrong to say about you or bad to say about you, yet nothing exceptional either. What we want is people to come back, people who want more of those experiences with us. Let me give you this personal example. So today I was just thinking of buying new boots. I mean, don't even ask. It's January, sales are ongoing. And it's not even that I need more shoes, for God's sake. But what the heck, you know, ladies listening to me right now, you will get it, I know. And men, okay, try only to see it as a business example. So, how do you think I buy boots? Well, it's not very relevant, yet it's just a way to understand how your client may think, right? I don't have nor the time nor the joy of spending hours and hours in shopping mode. Yeah, I know, I'm not a traditional, you know, uh, lady or whatever we imagine ladies are in terms of, you know, clients. Yet what I do, I imagine in my head the kind of boots I like. And then I look for them. Now, here is the fun part. I will directly go to the one or two store I usually buy from. Or have a look on their internet site. And most of the time... I'll buy at least one pair. Okay, don't even ask, okay? Why am I doing so? For the same reason we all do. We had an experience and we find it good. We love the product. They are beautiful in this case, comfortable, resistant, classy. They have a very large variety of models and colors because I do love colors and they make things easy for me. The sellers are always nice. 
as you know when i go inside i try at least 10 different pairs you know i'm that that kind of you know uh, kind of client you don't really wish to have in your store because they are getting you a lot of work because they want to try this and this and that and maybe this and maybe that and asking a lot of questions but don't you have this and that and that simply because i want to have a large choices before i decide and sometimes you know um, i see these ladies and and they bring me this and that and that they are always smile and they why don't you try this and then eventually they will suggest me something more and in the end i cannot even buy because they don't have my size in their store and then guess what instead of being mad of me because you know uh, they, they do have probably a sales commission or something like that they would just tell me um, that specific uh, model or that specific size in that specific color which other store may have it because they look on the you know their internal store uh, stock system and they find it or they will even order it for me and I can come back in a few days to to take it from the shop or they will just deliver it directly uh, in my place at my place sorry so you see when we do all of that well in the end we buy now this is not necessary out of the common service by the way for a shoe, um, a shoe store yet between the product and the service i know i am their fan now does it mean i only buy from them not at all i'm traveling all over the world basically you know i buy shoes and I will continue to buy from other people as well. Yet, I do buy from them quite often. So more than once, repeatedly, systematically, I'm going back just to have a look or just to find something that I have in my mind. And that is all we want. You know, I'm a difficult client, okay, yet I buy. So for that business to thrive, all we want is to have this type of clients, those who are coming back, those who are keep talking about us, those who are supporting us. You know, I remember during COVID, I was buying because I don't want them to die. You know, I love this brand so much. So I want them to survive. This makes sense, I hope. Now, what we want for all our clients, our aim is to attract them and to keep them coming back. Now, how do we do that? So here's a few reminders. I will give you three steps uh, to make it easy to understand, especially this is, um, I realize, you know, for podcasters, I don't do graphs and I cannot explain you what I'm doing. Sometimes it may be a little bit um, more difficult to follow up. So this is why I usually give you three steps, five, five tips, things like that. So it's easier for you to just take notes. So now here is the first step. The first step is that we provide the best product and service in our category so people became our biggest fan and enthusiast supporters. Now, you see, this includes two phases. In order to do so, we want to know who are those people, who are those ideal clients, what are their needs, what are their desires, because how can we provide the best for somebody we don't even know? Now, I usually ask my clients to think, who is your client? Now that you define who is your client, think about who is your ideal client. 
don't make, uh, get me wrong, any client is a good client. Yet I'm asking who is your ideal client so you understand for yourself the difference. Who would you rather work with? Um, what would you like them to do for you? You know, things like that. Now, the second part of this first step, remember, it's how do I create the best product and service? Now, it's this quite easy when you think about it is by analyzing the competition, analyzing what exists on the market and then make it somehow better, faster, cheaper, whatsoever. So it's becoming your competitive advantage or create something that is a huge difference, something nobody does yet. So you see, on the first step, we already wanted to have the best product and service for our ideal client. Now, the second step, as we have that, what is missing is the two matching together. How do I get those ideal clients to at least test my product and service once? Now, here is two important things that are coming into place. One is branding and the other one is marketing. The first one, um, branding. Branding is who we are, you know, and we talk about personal branding and, and business branding. Now I'm referring to business branding, of course. Um, what we want people to say about us was when someone asks people always, always give some characteristics. You see, you are listening to this podcast right now because someone said something interesting about me or you have had an experience somehow with me. You see me in one of the events or you, you have a, uh, you know, listen to one of my videos, whatever, something, someone, we had an experience together. And now somehow you decided you want more. And, and you pay me your time and your presence in this specific moment. This is cause of my brand. Um, let me give you an opposite example. One of my clients the other day uh, says, okay, I want to take some acting class. So can you refer somebody to me? <laughs> and I say something like that. Well, I can introduce you with this lady. She's good and very strict and gets job done. You know, the main advantage is that she is very close to your location. In the way I was speaking, it's not that I'm not satisfied with her because I was working with her and, you know, she gets the things done. Yeah, I was just talking about her, not being nice, not being mean, simply fact-based. And because the way I was talking, my client surprised me, look at me and says, that's all you have? <laughs> really? You? <laughs> you see, she did not do anything to create that brand. She simply did her work, a good job, a great work. Yet I was satisfied and I never went back. I didn't send her new clients. A good work, by the way, it's good enough. You see what I'm saying? Um, most of the time people forget how important personal and, and business brand is. So maybe we shall go back and discuss more about this in the following episode. Like always, just simply reach out and let me know how clear are those questions or examples, or maybe you want to develop more and have more 
tips on how to develop your brand. Now, I was mentioning brand on one hand and then marketing on the other hand. Marketing is letting us, um, as many people, know who we are, um, knowing about what we are providing. Why? Because when nobody knows about us, we can be the best in our industry, we can be um, having the most interesting products and services, and yet we die. What is the point in having this amazing product and service and not allow as many people as we can to benefit from it? Now the final step or the third one. So after I have a clear vision of my ideal client, I created the best product and service for them in my category, right? I uh, define my brand and I work on it and so people know who I am basically, right? And I've developed uh, uh, my marketing so they know where to find me. The only last thing that is missing, it's an irresistible offer. Something too good to let pass. Something they say, well, you know what? Let me try it out. Let's see what it is. Because when people think this is the best, it is ideal for them, etc., etc., yet they think they cannot get access to it, they cannot afford it, well, guess, uh, guess what? They will look for something less. So we need to find that irresistible offer for people just to try this out. And when they do, make sure it's an experience to remember. They may not buy more from, from, from you right now, maybe they don't have that money or whatsoever, yet they will keep that experience in mind forever. They will dream about it, they will want to have more, they will come back as soon as they have the money for it, or at least they will send somebody new to you. Now, hope all this helps and, and it's easy to follow through. Again, sometimes it's a little bit strategic, yet all we want is for you to, to get those, uh, those tips, those ideas, so you can, you know, try a different strategy for you this new, uh, this new year and maybe create as much as possible, not just satisfy clients, but your waving enthusiast fans. Thank you for listening and for more information on her business coaching, ebooks and mastermind programs, please visit mitraluka.com.